Hi. Close your eyes. It's time to discover what starting and growing your own business feels like. Whether your business is bed sheets or skincare or jewelry, Shopify's with you every step of the way. Hello. Now, open your eyes. Feel ready to start and grow your business with Shopify. You'll get the tools you need to nurture your growing business and feel the same satisfaction as listening to this ad. This is possibility powered by Shopify. Simply start selling with Shopify today and join the commerce platform powering millions of businesses worldwide. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com/free22. shopify.com/free22. Let's say you're doing the check-ins. I do have cleaners that that I hire. In the beginning, I was doing that stuff in my house. I was scrubbing toilets well into my second year. I still to this day sometimes will go in and clean a house. I'm not above that by any means. I'll scrub toilets. Oh my God, Moxie, we've made it to season five. Can you believe that? Hey, look, Ma, I made it. Dollar in the jar. Dot com. That's we new, literally got 10 seconds Not in. even. Not even. It was like seven. And uh, You're welcome. But hey, you know what? It gave me the opportunity to, to plug dollarinthejar.com uh, for those who don't know what that is. So before we jump into all that stuff, Moxie, how was your break? My break? Man, I got to say, didn't really feel like a break. Why not? Because we kept producing episodes. I mean, did you see all the episodes that we put out? Well, it was like a lot. Here's the thing. I don't think that podcasts should be taking breaks. I actually fundamentally disagree with the idea of, of breaks. I'm like Ross. Uh, we don't take breaks. I, I, I believe that humans need breaks. Yeah, it's because that you, is my philosophy. You like to take naps. I like to keep on hustling. Um, but you know, one thing that we did do during this this break, uh, quote unquote break, is we discovered Clubhouse. Oh yeah, Clubhouse is amazing. Oh my gosh, thank you so much for getting me on Clubhouse. Okay, it sounds it's, it's like, it sounds to me like you're being sarcastic right now. I am not. I love Clubhouse. <laughs> Clubhouse has been absolutely wonderful for me personally. Uh, I've been spending way too much time on there. Like literally all day today. I've, I've been I drove for like four hours today, and on the entire time that I was driving, I was either listening to a podcast. Or uh, on Clubhouse, taking part in some of the discussions that were happening there. Yeah, I have Clubhouse to thank for my sanity because normally what Ruben does on those long drives is call me. <laughs> and I, you know, I have very little to offer in the way of casual conversation. <laughs> yeah, most of the times uh, what happens is I go, hey, what's going on? And she goes, sleeping. And then I just start ranting for about four hours. So not much. Yeah. There's, there's, there really isn't much... Uh, satisfaction there true story bro hey so now that we're officially two minutes into the podcast we should talk about our new service dollar in the jar.com uh but yes. we should also uh address the elephant in the room what is the elephant what's his name the, el the elephant in the room is the fact that i am not in my normal broadcasting area oh no that 
definitely no one cares about that. I am currently traveling for work. I am a, a really high paid. Uh, I'm not going to say what I do, but uh, I'm really well, really well paid. And I'm currently in a hotel room in Sacramento. So if this looks weird and then you see the studio that we're in uh, during this interview, uh, you're going to be like, what the heck, Ruben? Basically, I had to I had to go to work. So that's what he happened. had to he had to jet. It I, was it was fast. There was a bread emergency in Sacramento and they called in Ruben to save the day. A bread emergency? Yeah, a bread emergency. I'm sticking with it. <laughs> and they called me in? Yeah, you're the bread superhero. Was there, that's your job title. Was there too much bread in Sacramento and I had to come eat it all? No, no, there wasn't enough bread. They needed you to go restock and tell them to order more and then set up a display about it. No, I like my story much, much better. Uh, but we do have a new service out now. It is dollarinthejar.com. Dot com. Uh, and basically, it is your your opportunity to help support the podcast. Listen, if we don't get enough people to jump in on this service, uh, the podcast is going out of business. Point, plain and simple. Um, we spent like $4 million building this new studio in Moxie's house. Uh, and now we have to make some of that money back. And the way to do that is by going and subscribing over at dollarinthejar.com. It's really easy. There are multiple tiers for you to subscribe and help us out. Even if you just wanted to hang out and watch some really cool content or just have exclusive access to the episodes, anything like that, go over and check out. Oh my gosh, you didn't do it. You can't Thank you. you can't cue it up because you, you don't have the ability. Dollar in the jar. Dot com. You should be able to psychically sense that that's what I'm going to say. Dollar in the jar. Following. There you go. Dollar in the jar. Dollar in the jar. Dollar in the jar. See, but here's the thing. You're not following up with the dot com. So you are officially barred from. Oh, I from, didn't know I was supposed to. Dollarinthejar.com. See, you failed again. <laughs> I just, I can't with you. I can't with you. Uh, but please, please, please head over there. If you have a couple bucks to spare and you want to help the podcast out, the best way to do it is by going over to Dollarinthejar.com. There you go. And hey, Ruben, I think it's about time to give these folks a listen to our new intro. What do you think? No, it's time for something good. What? It's time for something good. No, that's that's at the end. Nope, that's now. That's what? It's time for something good. Go, go, go. Are you go. reading the Google Doc that I made? <laughs> did you write the Google Doc wrong? No, I did what you told me to do. Wow, guys, we're so prepared. <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. I probably shouldn't be screaming in a hotel. <laughs> Here, let me fix this for you real quick. Nope. Nope. All right. There we go. There we go. That's that's the way to do it. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So uh, what we're going to be doing, this is this a is, throwback. This is, this is why this is why you need to go subscribe over at dollarinthejar.com. We need more funding, obviously. <laughs> So this is a throwback to season three, right at the start of quarantine 2020. We started season doing something four. called something good. What? Season four. Oh, whatever. I don't remember numbers. We started doing something called something good. 
And basically, we just wanted to bring you a good and wholesome news story, something that went on in the news that wasn't terrible, that wasn't Wall Street being toppled or 800 executive orders or, you know, whatever. We wanted to bring you something good. So this week, something good is from a website called I Heart Dogs, because what could be better than that? And it is an article called Sleepy Police Pup Naps Through His Entire Swearing-In Ceremony. And this is so cute. Oh my gosh. I really wish that I could show this to you. This is from uh, the police department in Bristol, Connecticut. Hey, hey, hey Mox, they- real, real quick. I'm, I'm going to interrupt you here real quick. Uh, if you're watching this podcast over on, uh, on youtube.com forward slash multimedia mouth, uh, it is currently on the stream. So you can see the pup right now uh, and the dog and the guy and the people. Yeah. So he is so cute. His name is Brody and he is 12 weeks old and he's literally there to help the police department cheer people up. And I think that is just such a wholesome job for him. I think that that's the perfect job. That's what everyone needs right now. He looks super well behaved except for the whole falling asleep thing. I feel safer with him out on the streets already. Yeah, I really do too. And what, 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 I, what happened there, Mox? What? What happened? What do you mean? I heard some rough rustling on the uh, on the microphone. Oh, you know, just did, petting a puppy. Did you fall down again? It's fine. I I did not. No, I did not. <laughs> so, I love this dog. I also I have my own personal uh, dog swearing in story. Can I share that real quick? Sure. So, uh, I currently, I, I don't do this right now because these aren't happening, but, um, normally I volunteer to sing the national anthem at a couple of different, uh, city facility meetings and board meetings and, um, city council meetings and stuff like that for the city that I was born and raised in. Um, which is what? So Costa Mesa and, So I volunteer for a lot of Costa Mesa city council meetings to sing the national anthem at the beginning of the meeting. Well, last time I did one of these meetings, they were in another uh, puppy trainee, which I thought would be super cool. It was a big, big German shepherd puppy. He was like 15 or 16 weeks old. And the entire time he was in there, you could hear this dog. Like, I'm going to feel weird imitating it. But this dog, the entire time he was like... Like loud enough, it resonated through the entire city council room. Can you, and do, can you do that again, please? <laughs> I'm gonna make- when Shopify says you can sell anywhere, oh, they mean it. Woo, hold up. Just got a new sale, order fulfilled, and shipped. Inventory level's good. Whoa, Shopify doesn't mind if you're at sea level. Or on top of the world. Ah. Uh, you can run and grow your business anywhere. Climbing mountains is never easy, but at least Shopify gives me all the tools I need for my business to hit new beats. Whether you're selling carabiners or crop tops, start selling with Shopify today and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. We've built the platform so you can keep climbing and grow your business to new heights. With Shopify, you really can sell to anyone from anywhere. 
This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Internet connection required. Not available on mountaintops or seafloors. I'm going to make a 60 second loop of that. No, don't. <laughs> okay, but then he started barking it, and it was so fast. I mean, this dog had to, this dog was like doing speed or something, except he was a police dog. So he probably just had coffee and donuts. Um, and then he started like yelping and barking a little bit. And of course, this is going on. He's sitting directly behind me while I'm singing the national anthem, hand over my heart, straight face. It was all I could do. I nearly lost it. I really almost lost it. Well, speaking of losing it, uh, it's time to lose our time. I don't know. That's a really bad transition. Uh, more of your best friend right after this. The following is a podcast about life. Apparently. I can't not listen to music. Friendship and tacos. Let me tell you this. Dropping a taco is a national emergency. This is your my best friend. Now here are your hosts, Oxie Ann and Ruben J. Welcome to You're My Best Friend, a podcast about life, friendship, and tacos. My name is Ruben J. And I'm Moxie Ann. And this week's episode of You're My Best Friend is our season five premiere. Hopefully you're enjoying our little mix up of the format and, and we're, we're trying stuff out here not everything's gonna stick not everything's gonna gonna be fun so uh enjoy the if awkwardness you've gotten this far that intro segment was supposed to be super smooth but ruben and i are not having a super smooth day so i took the notes incorrectly but you're welcome i'm sure it was entertaining probably i, bl- I blame moxie that you normally do so i didn't expect anything different so this week's episode of You're My Best Friend is brought to you by our friends over at DollarInTheJar.com. Uh, again, a place where you can help support the podcast. You'll be hearing a lot more about it in the coming weeks. Head over there right now to figure out how you can become a super fan of our podcast. Moxie, how are you? How have you been since the last time we talked? Oh, man. Well, I got sick. And uh, spoiler alert, it's not COVID. So I... I have a head cold. I did lose my voice. I have a pretty severe cough right now, but I was able to go to the gym today and I felt super weak and that was great. So I don't have COVID. Although, first of all, have you been tested? I tested myself with a thermometer. So you don't actually know for a fact if you have COVID or not. I'm pretty sure I don't have COVID because I didn't have a fever or chest pain and I had a runny nose. So pretty sure isn't an actual definite yes or no. So there's a good chance you have COVID right now and you went to the gym. Well, by verifying that I have, in fact, none of the COVID symptoms except for a cough that has developed due to a sinus drip, which is not a COVID symptom. So a cough. You said you had a headache. You had... Uh, body aches. I don't know. I don't know, man. I'm I'm pretty sure no. I've been doing a lot of researching. I'm like 98%. That's what pretty sure means. Oh, well, you're at 98%. That's great. Hopefully grandma doesn't die. I don't think grandma was at the gym. You never know, man. I know some grandmas who lift, man. What do they lift? Tamales? Oh. <sighs> 
They're so good too. <laughs> you know, here's, this, this is the first time in our podcast history that our production schedule actually had to be moved around because of an illness. So uh, that tells you how serious I take COVID. Moxie, on the other hand, is going around to the gym. Well, no, it's been about a week since I got sick. So, well, they say you're supposed to quarantine for two weeks if you think you might have it. So, <sighs> my temperature was actually generally lower. Hey, the you time have, that I you, was sick, you could have no symptoms and still have it. I think they're they're dialing back on that now. They're, they're dialing back on everything. Did you at least wear seventeen masks like you were supposed to? I did actually. I triple layered my triple layered masks. So I think that Dr. Fauci would approve. And I made sure to wear this super cool one right on top. So I got this. It's called the slap mask. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see. But I'm going to do it right next to the microphone so you can see this. Check this out. Isn't that cool? So stupid. It's perfect for the gym because my gym is outdoors. And when you're on the elliptical, you don't have to wear the mask because like breathing is a thing. And so I just take it off and I wear it on my wrist. It's great. So since you're outdoors, shouldn't you just not have to wear the mask in general? You pretty much don't. I don't. I'm at this point. I'm not quite sure what my gym's policy is because they've been open in protest for most of quarantine. And they and, have and a what, big sign at the front of the door that says no working out inside. But then you go inside and there are a bunch of people working out. So I think they're. uh they're, what, they're cool with no masks. <laughs> what, and, and what, what gym is this? I'm not telling you. I need to know the name, the address, and the, and the owners of this place because uh, I need to start working out, man. <laughs> I'll tell you when we're off air. No, How's that? <laughs> How was your week, Ruben? Oh, man. Let's not talk about that. Why not? I'm in a hotel room. want to know. I'm in a hotel room by myself in Sacramento. That should tell you everything. By the way, I was in I was in Fresno earlier, and I don't know if you remember, we had a podcast episode in season one called No Good Tacos in Fresno. Oh, I remember. Yeah. Uh, I can confirm that that's true. <laughs> How many taco I did you do did you conduct a thorough investigation, Mr. Taco Coach? I went to Five different taco places in all different regions in, Fre in Fresno. And not one good taco in Fresno. Did you eat all the tacos or did you just go to the I taco just, place? I just went and looked. <laughs> I didn't try anything. <laughs> no, of course I ate there. Why would I, why would I, a certified taco coach, go to a taco place and not at least have one taco? That does raise an interesting question, though. Can you tell a good taco just by looking at it? Yeah, actually you can. Really? Yep. What are the what are the distinctive factors of a good taco? Um, definitely protein portion. So mm. if you have too little protein or not enough protein, that's the same thing. <laughs> 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 if, you, if you don't if you don't put enough protein on there, or you put too much protein on there, uh, you're running <laughs> into some issues. Um, also, the amount the way they prepare the tortillas, um, if they just warm them up, no bueno. If they put a little oil on the on the on the on the grill on the flat what do they call it a flathead grill whatever, um, and crunch up the tacos a little bit, that's a good taco place. Hmm. Yeah. You also. I could see that. Also, the cleaner the place, the worse the tacos. The cleaner the place, the worse the tacos. Yes. 
that sounds like a food and safety violation. You know, when it comes to tacos, you want that place to be dirty. You want it to be real dirty. Hmm. I don't, I don't know how I feel about that. Hey, so I, I, I'm telling you, this is, this is a real life thing. Just like, uh, if you want really good hamburgers, you go to a hole in the wall place, it's the same concept. It's, I could kind of see that. It is the exact same concept. Uh, hey, real quickly, before we jump in to this week's episode, I want to give a shout out to somebody who commented on our video earlier this week. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I got to find the comment because I was not prepared. <laughs> so we've if you haven't followed us on social media yet, you totally should. Yes. We have been upping our social media presence like hugely we post memes almost every day we post our own content we post selfies we post short clips from the best of the best of our episodes you can go or, ahead or the and worst of the worst or also that you can go ahead and follow us on facebook.com forward slash the best friend show or just search for you're my best friend you can follow us on instagram at best friend podcast or you can follow us on Twitter, which we definitely don't use, but do it anyway, because maybe if you do, we'll start using it. Follow <laughs> us at YMBF show. Yeah, Did it, you find the comment? Yeah. And if you're on Clubhouse, follow us as well. Uh, we'll put we'll put our usernames down in the bottom. Uh, yeah. I want to give a shout out to Jordan. Uh, he says he loved every bit of this. This is going back to our Ask Moxie Anything question. He said, even the quote, weird questions. Thanks for answering my voice question. Uh, and he says, yeah, I can't wait to hear Moxie's breakup from the douche. So uh, we have a lot of people who are looking forward to Moxie's breakup story coming up here in just a little bit. A couple, couple weeks. I don't, I don't know if that's actually a good thing to tell <laughs> on a podcast. Well, you already said yes. So, yeah, yeah, I'm feeling like maybe no. Well, it's going to happen. Uh, actually, it's going to be probably about three weeks. So... Be ready for that. Moxie, who is our guest this week? Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Our guest is a, oh man. He's a millionaire. He, he is a millionaire. He's got a lot of money. <laughs> he promised me $1 million. He owns a lot of nice houses, and he has a really hot girlfriend. That just about says it. Our guest is, he is, um, I, you know, I gave him a pretty good introduction when we actually had him on the show, but, I mean, he is probably one of the best guys in the business right now to teach you about real estate, about the event planning game, about um, how to do large scale entrepreneurship, how to make moves in that area of life. He, uh, man, this is a guy I've known for years and I have never been so happy to see someone succeed at what they're passionate about. Succeed. Okay. Let's, let's leave, uh, let's leave a little information for the people who are going to listen to the interview. All right. Oh, fine, just fine, say, be just, that way. Just say his name so I can play the interview. All right. His name is Mr. Jason Lotman, and here we go. Is, wait, hold on. Is his first name Mr., middle name Jason, last name Lotman? 
Uh, sure, Ruben, sure. Cool. Enjoy this. Well, Moxie, it's that time of the show where uh, we do stuff. Wow, that was a mess. <laughs> Dude. Hey, you know what? We don't talk about this stuff anymore, okay? Um, people, people know that. We don't talk about anything anymore. People know that we're a mess? Yes. Uh, I'm super excited to be talking to this guy that we have on the show today. I'm actually really excited. Uh, you and I both kind of had the same idea at the same exact time. It was a little uncanny. <laughs> <laughs> it was really one of those things where... Uh, you know, as the year, it's really weird. As the years go on with this podcast, uh, we tend to bicker more, but we also tend to have the exact same ideas a lot at almost like almost at the exact same time. Or it'll be one of those things where like, you'll think of something and be like, oh, he's going to say no. And then I'll be like, hey, by the way, I was thinking about this. You'll be like, I was also thinking about that. So uh, you should tell people about, about the person we have on the air because you actually know him in real life. I know him very well. I know him up close and personal. That's, you might that say. sounds scary. Yeah, it does. It is. Uh, so this uh, fine gentleman we will be bringing onto the show today is someone who I have been privileged to know for a couple of years now, probably like five, six years. Um, he is somebody that I've been on a tour bus with. He's great at driving through the Texas wilderness at two in the morning. He is also this and this is why we're bringing him on the show because he's incredibly amazing. Um, he is a entrepreneur, uh, startup business owner who has reached some serious success levels in the last two years. He's done some incredible things, hosted some incredible events, and we're really excited to talk to him today on the podcast. Please welcome to the show, Jason Lotman. Jason, how Jason, you doing? How you doing, buddy? Wow, that was quite an intro, man. I don't know if I can. I can live up to that. We could just cut it right here, right? <laughs> and that was this week's episode of You're My Best Friend. <laughs> no, it's uh, it's really good to be here. Really good to, to see, you know, Mox again. Ruben, I know a little bit through the uh, the Facebook, right? The internet, the, yeah. Uh, yeah. The internet. So I've, I've kind of followed you for a while. But yeah, Moxie and I go back to 2014, 2015, I think we. Yeah, we somewhere started, around that. 2015, but yeah. That was actually of all the tours we did. That's still one of my favorite, and Aww. and it's a unique way for sure. It was an amazing so. trip. It really was. It was, yeah. I mean, and it can be dramatic. Every tour is a little dramatic, but you know, look back and you don't remember those times. You you remind you remember the, uh, you know, I don't know. What do you remember? What do you remember most about? <laughs> I don't know. Well, let's. The our energies and stuff like that but i remember i specifically i remember a prank that we pulled on you one time oh, yeah, that video still pops up every year yeah that was really good we'll have to repost like, it on the on our instagram this week you want to you want to explain <laughs> the joke yeah, so uh, the guys on the trip, we were all always pulling pranks on each other during the tour. And not uh, like this though. This was pretty well done. I, I mean, I fell for it completely. Like yeah. I had no idea, but go ahead. Yeah. So <laughs> we were all pulling pranks on each other throughout the tour. And Mikey, the singer of the band Carbonine decided to pull one on Jason. We had this uh, like fastened on trailer on the back of the van that we held all the gear in. And so Mikey got in it and waited for Jason to come back. And Shay, our bassist at the time, was like, hey, Jason, can you get my can you get my amp out of the out of the trailer? 
And he was like, sure. And talking about the gig and how it had switched for that night. And then he opened up and Mikey stuck his head out. <laughs> yeah, it was, I don't know. It was captured really well. And you got to remember Mikey, this bag is like pretty small. You know, it's, it's not something you would think a human could fit in. And then Mikey, who we called Chow, that entire tour. Yeah. You know, just jumps out of it and, and scared me. But it was cool. It was all caught on tape and stuff, but did not expect that at all. But yeah, that tour was great. And I think what was unique about that tour is we did something like 17 shows in 15 days or something. We didn't have a day off. I know that. Like we didn't have one day off. And then there was a couple of nights in Mexico that we played twice. I think we had two shows, like one during the day and then one at night. And but it was exhausting. I remember it was <laughs> that whole run was really exhausting. It's tough driving West Coast. West Coast tours were a lot tougher because all the cities are so far apart. But yeah, yeah it, was fun. it was a lot of fun for sure. Yeah. Well, let's talk about what you're doing now, because, um, you know, I've been following what you've been doing for a couple of years now. And, uh, you know, the, the first kind of thing that that I saw you, you announced that you had purchased this property uh, for, for short term rentals and whatnot. And I kind of thought to myself, well, that's an interesting business idea, you know, like. I mean, there's no way you can get rich off doing that. And little did I know that uh, there's actually some money in this. So let's talk about how you got into these. Uh, I don't even know how to hospitality business, really. But but what got yeah. you into the idea of, you know, purchasing these 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 homes and, and doing these short term rentals? And man, I can go way back. And of course, my plan has always been the same, but also evolves. You know, the more you learn, the more you're like, well, I can no longer do it this way. But I can shift and do it this way now. Um, and I never meant to get into real estate. I guess you can call it, you know, I'm a real estate investor at the end of the day. Um, and I had this plan. I remember when I had moved to Charlotte, um, I had had this plan to, um, I don't know, I think I got an apartment. It was a two bedroom apartment. You know, I was like, you know, I want to the roommate thing. Do I want to, you know, what do I want to do? Do I want to live by myself? You know, but I had found out about Airbnb at that point. And I was like, well, maybe we should give that a shot. You know, rent out this extra room on Airbnb. And through that, I quickly saw how much money I made just by renting out one room. And that got me thinking to, well, what if I bought like a pretty decent sized house and actually did this thing and just made it an Airbnb? And, and I had never bought a house. I was in my early, early 30s at that time. And I still had never bought a house. I was a touring musician and never felt the need to buy a house, you know, for the longest. Um, so me and a couple friends actually teamed up. I owned, I think, 80% of my first house that I bought and a couple other friends bought in and I totally sold them on the idea and convinced them as hard as that was. Um, and then we went on that first house, Airbnb it, tons of challenges. There were, a, you know, in the first month, some kid ran that house out and threw like a 300 person kegger in the nice. neighborhood was totally, <laughs> the, the neighborhood hated me right off the bat um, for Airbnb in that house. So that one did well, but it didn't last long. Um, and then, but it did well enough to where I could get my second house. And then once my party business started doing really well, which I guess we can, that's another half of my venture. Um, you know, I was able to use those profits and invest in the more properties. And, you know, two years later, I was at nine properties worth $5 million and each, each property was cash flowing, but, um, it was all supposed to just be a way to, to make money and, 
and to, you know, not have to work for the man and then eventually save up money for for doing what the, the ultimate goal is. And that's building my own estate where I can throw these lavish parties and do weddings and events like that. So and that's where I'm at now. We we can you know dive into that next big phase. But, yeah, I mean, the real estate thing's been been interesting. And we don't just do Airbnb. We've switched to long term runners. We've actually had we had an actress from Law and Order run out one of my houses, which was pretty interesting um so we won't get it i won't actually won't say who she is but uh you know just to kind of keep it anonymous but um it was interesting yeah it was definitely it's been an interesting run so far but it's been fun so i need to know a little bit about the uh can you mute your microphone yeah um so i want to know a little bit about the um the process of getting a pr- not a- Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. But like the, the ups and downs of Airbnb just seem as a host seem kind of, I don't know if it's worth it, you know, because you have to, uh, you know, be there to clean the place. You have to make sure that the guests are there. You have to deal with any complaints. Uh, so other than the rager that you had, what's one of, the, one of the like scary stories or something where you thought to yourself, oh, man, I don't know if this is worth it uh, with the Airbnb world. The biggest challenge, because all of my houses were were pretty big. They were like five, six bedrooms. They all had pools and hot tubs and all these great amenities, which is cool. But that was just party central. I mean, the biggest thing in Airbnb is the biggest challenge, I think, with houses of that size is dealing with the parties and the havoc it creates with neighbors and homeowners associations. That was a real challenge um, for us to get through for sure. And you know, on some of those houses, it forced me to kind of go away from Airbnb and just go with long-term renters. And, um, you know, I even sold my first house. I actually just sold um, and immediately bought a really small house. I still Airbnb that small house now, um, but it kind of made me shift. But yeah, it it is a challenge. Um, I think the pros to it is you can make more revenue. It is more uh, lucrative to, to Airbnb, but it is a lot more work. Um, so you're doing the check-ins. I do have cleaners that, that I hire in the beginning. I was doing that stuff. My house, I was scrubbing toilets well into my second year. I still, to this day, sometimes will go in and clean a house. I'm not above that by any means. I'll scrub toilets, especially when we stay in our cabin, you know, up in Blowing Rock in this mountain town, North Carolina, we have this awesome cabin. Um, you know, we'll just clean that. You know, still scrub a toilet and everything. So it's it's pretty unique. But the biggest challenge, I think, were those parties. I mean, I still have like pictures from some of these parties that were thrown. The last the probably the biggest one. There's been a few of these, but the most recent was Labor Day weekend. It was the last Airbnb I was doing at this property before I shifted to a long term renter. And these people showed up. They bust in five different people. I mean, it was five different buses of people. Jeez. I guess they had like advertised some big party. They had a bouncer at the door, like security working the door. They were charging tickets. They were charging for alcohol, which is completely illegal. Like you can't, <laughs> you can't just sell alcohol. 
you know, and then they had a DJ outside. I mean, they were hundreds of people, hundreds and hundreds of people in a neighborhood house, you know, and so, and I actually had a, I play hockey. I played for three different hockey teams and I had a hockey tournament that weekend and I had just closed on this cabin up two hours away and I'm heading to a hockey tournament and the police and all the neighbors are like calling me and I'm just like, you know, I can't really do anything about it now. Like we just, you know, have to shut it down, but they actually got kicked out. That's the only time I've ever had to actually evict an Airbnb. And, you know, it was, it was really interesting, but yeah, there's, there's huge nightmarish stories about that, but that's the challenge I think is just getting some of those. I mean, for the smaller properties, you don't really have those problems, but the bigger ones you, you definitely do. So, uh, but now we're in a much better spot. I think we've kind of, you know, found a way to <laughs> calm all that down for, for sure. That's good. That's really good. Yeah. I can't imagine <laughs> having to maintain that. Oh my gosh. Well, before, yeah, I mean, before... everything else is just like, you know, you walk in a place will be just totally trashed beer on the floor, stuff like that. But typically it's, it's pretty good. It's not too bad. Well, before we jump into uh, some of the other stuff that you do, which, uh, Honestly, is incredible, and I need to make it out for for some of the stuff that you do here, uh, Moxie. It's time for signature question numero uno. All por right, favor. all right, Jason. So when we before we started recording, you asked how we came up with this podcast, and this isn't going to answer that question. Actually, it'll probably confuse <laughs> you more, but <laughs> but it is a very important part of what we do. So I have one of the first of three. <laughs> incredibly okay? important questions for you. It's been a while Dude, since not, I've done this. I'm not scared. Yeah, ask away. You can ask me. In. All right, Jason, what is your favorite taco? Favorite taco. Do you want me to go like brand or like restaurant or just soft versus whatever, whatever, are we whatever feels right to you, my friend. Gosh, favorite taco. Um, I feel like we need to incorporate like the Jeopardy music for this question. (laughs) I feel like we get sued. It's either prison tacos or high school tacos. I'm just kidding. I never. (laughs) No, I would say best tacos would be. Didn't we have? I'm gonna just because for this podcast, the tacos I had in Mexico while on tour with Moxie and the Influence and Carbonite. Wow. You know, I know I had tacos there at this, uh, at that first show we played. I know we did. Oh, we'll call yeah. it that. Yeah. At that little, like, cantina Mexican. place? It doesn't get more Mexican than Mexico. Right? Like, you can't <laughs> That's true. Find more authentic tacos than, you know. Do you remember, though, like, yeah, when we, we that, where, that where we played in Mexico, I forget what city it was, but it was like, all the pictures were the incredible view of the water. Mm-hmm. But if you had just turned around, you would have seen like a very different. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was scary. I yeah. was I the hotel that we were staying in that night. I was scared to go to sleep. I was scared to be yeah. in the bed like we were hearing gunshots outside. And I was like, what is happening? Those might have been fireworks. <laughs> but did you die? No. Uh, well, I'm still here. So <laughs> that was a fun yeah. Mexico was one of the places we did two shows in one day. And the first one was like in the date. It was odd. I just remember it being odd because it was like a little lunchtime restaurant in the daytime upstairs. And 
a metal yeah. band. Yeah. And then there was, yeah. And then the other show was more of a typical bar show, but yeah, it was interesting. Yeah. But I'm going to, yeah. So yeah. Question two, go ahead. Is there a question two? Oh, there is, but, but we're going to make you wait for it. <laughs> okay. okay. No problem. All right. So let's get more into the event planning business. Cause Jason, as long as I've known you, you've been really into music. Um, and a couple of years ago, I remember seeing, uh, one of your parties kind of hitting the internet pretty hard. <laughs> um, yeah. how, what, what inspired that first party? I'm going to let you explain, uh, the parties that you do a little bit. Yeah. So it's actually a pretty melodramatic, you know, story behind the first part. I think it was 2016 back when I first met you, I was living in Florida and I had met some girl back in West Virginia, um, you know, back during my college years. And we had started talking and stuff like that. And my lease was ending in Florida. So I moved back to long story short, I moved back to West Virginia to kind of see where this, you know, romantic almost relationship might go. And um, I like this girl and all this. And I threw I thrown parties back in college, like, you know, the typical keggers and stuff like that. But when you get into your late 20s, early 30s, you can't really throw keggers. It's not cool to do that anymore. So um, I'm trying to think up some cool like reunion party where all my friends could come back to the college town and disguise that as like a, a, a way to throw like a party for this girl and stuff like that. But because she was a, a Gatsby was her favorite book. The Great Gatsby was her favorite book. Other than that, I had never read it, didn't know any much about it at all. So did this Gatsby theme and I rented out this mansion and, and did these really cool tickets and, and it sold out really fast up in my hometown. Um, I was hoping she'd show up and all this stuff and she didn't show up. Um, yeah, it was like, you know, so it was this big dramatic thing and everyone was like, Oh, and, uh, but I'm way past that now. Um, so West Virginia didn't work out. I immediately like hopped on a bus to go on this, uh, new England tour, ended up moving to Charlotte right after that. Totally left the girl in West Virginia, you know, in the wind. Um, and when I moved to Charlotte, I'd remember how great that party had went. Um, and I had rented out another mansion here in Charlotte. That party did really well. Um, and then I, you know, the next step up was the next year was to Biltmore Estate, which is the biggest mansion, I think, I don't know, and maybe in the country or something like that, but it's one of the most infamous. Um, if you don't know Biltmore, it's in Asheville, North Carolina. Um, and then I did Gatsby 3 there, and that one really put me on the map. I made some pretty good revenue on that, and I invested that into my second house. Um, and then that, we were rolling into 2020, and we were doing this return to the 20s Gatsby 2020 theme. And we ended up blowing up. I mean, it was four nights. There was like 77,000 people going on on our Facebook page. Um, it just blew up. Put put the whole thing on the map. I think we ended up making over a million dollars in revenue. And that's what really I use those profit or profits and, you know, invested more into real estate, got that going. Um, unfortunately, those parties never happened. Those four sold out nights never happened because of COVID. They're supposed to, we were two weeks away, I think less than two weeks away in March to doing them. Um, and we had to reschedule to October. Of course, that didn't happen. Now we've rescheduled into April of 2021. 
And now it's a question mark as to whether that's happening. So um, everything I've done, all of my real estate ventures, I, I never meant to get into real estate investing. It's something that we, it was always a means to an end to kind of build my own mini built more called Grayside Chateau is actually what we're, we're about to build. Um, and you know, it's going to have our, our own weddings and our, my own events and themes and stuff like that. Um, and it all sounds like a, a huge pipe dream. A lot of people and friends and several other years has kind of rolled their eyes at it for the longest time, but now it's, uh, it's happening. So it's really exciting for, for everybody who's kind of supported it for a long time. And, and that's where we're at now. So yeah, it's pretty cool stuff. Um, a lot of good memories and, um, ups and downs to kind of get to where we are now yeah. for sure. Yeah, that is really cool. Um, so tell us more about the Gatsby party because I have seen the pictures. I've seen like the elaborate costumes. I've seen yeah. the website and everybody wanting to go. I mean, this is like the party of the, the nation. Yeah. People fly in from yeah. out of town for these parties. Yeah. I mean, and not just out of town. I mean, there are people who have flown from Paris uh, people come from California, um, Alabama, Tennessee, I mean, Alaska, Minnesota, I mean, from all over the country. I think it was like 17 different states um, that people had come to for for these events. And um, so, yeah, I mean, it's it's really exciting. I mean, it's it's not just the young people. I mean, we have people as young as 17 who have come, people as old as, as 75. I think there was it was a 70-year-old and 80-year-old couple had come. Um, and it's, you know, it's not weird at all. It's not this, I mean, there is a huge age gap, but everybody fits in. There's this like sort of, um, it's just sort of like magic that there's always been about it. And it has nothing to do with me. It really doesn't. It's nothing to do with, you know, it's like, yeah, the costumes and the mansion and, and all that stuff is great. That's what brings people to it. Um, but the people who leave, who leave it, I think they, they remember this magical thing that they felt and it's just the the connection that they have to each other as like cliche as that sounds it's just this you know i think everybody lets loose and you know as an adult there's not a whole lot of times where you can kind of have a prom again you know that's kind of what this is is like this lit you know this lit wedding reception without the wedding or this lit prom you know some people didn't even get to have a prom so they're in their adult years they get to dress up and have a good time and and they're drinking a little bit. So, every, you know, everybody's just feeling loose and they, you know, I don't know, there's this sort of feeling of magic that kind of comes with with that. And my my feeler, my uh, my feeling has always been one of the things I've always had with these is, you know, a party is only as good as the people that come to it. And that's true. You can have the best streamers, you know, all the best decor and the coolest mansion and limos and all this stuff if you want but if you don't have good people you know your party's gonna suck so yeah. um you know but yeah that's that's one thing we we have for sure is we've always been able to to capture some kind of magic and and that's what i think has has kept people coming back well i you know there's there's some stuff that i want to talk to you about here in just a second um that uh i don't know if you agreed to talk about this yet uh, we're going to find out here in just a second, but it is time for signature question numero dos. So Moxie, take it away, please. All right. Signature question number two is a little bit harder. Are you ready, Jason? That's what she said. Oh my gosh. I'm ready. I got it. <laughs> All right. Uh, Jason, if you had a life quote, what would it be? And you can take some time to answer this one. It's a little bit harder. A life quote. 
Jeez. Other than the one I just gave you? Yeah, that you could use that one. That one was really good. Honestly, um, there's one that, I don't know. I, I don't know if I came up with it or if I just heard something similar and put it in my own words. Um, but one I've always lived by, it seems totally cheesy, you know, but I'm going to say it anyway. Um, but it- Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. You know, you only find greatness whenever you make yourself eligible for it. You know, and and when you really kind of break that down, that's something I've really lived my life by is, you know, the people who truly find greatness and do great things are the ones who actually have accepted the fact that they they're eligible for it, that they can do it. Um, and that's something that that I've really applied to my life, no matter how ridiculous these visions and, and dreams are. I mean, there's a way to do it. Um, and, you know, you just got to treat people well. You got to follow through on your word and believe you can do things and and, you know, Eventually you'll get there. So that's uh, that's what I've really, like I said, as cheesy as it sounds, it sounds ridiculous, but like that's something that I've really applied to my life and um, I think it's helped so far. Oh, we love it, man. Uh, I think that was supposed to be a funny, a funny question. I got really serious. No, well, no, no, that is a serious one. <laughs> I'll lighten, I promise the next answer will be really, really lighthearted. It won't be so. Okay, so in- <laughs> I'll hold you to that. <laughs> So, uh, you know, I'm reading here the, the little bio that, that Moxie either put together or, or you sent to her. Um, but it says here you have a, a real estate portfolio worth $5 million. Um, can I have a million of those dollars? <laughs> yeah, we could. I mean, once I sell a couple of those houses. And what that means is the, yeah, the portfolio, if you were to take, you know, all the houses and and add their values, it's at about $5 million. So, um yeah, you know, maybe one day you'll get a check from me for a million dollars just for asking. For <laughs> I, I, that that would make my obviously would make my life. Uh, but no, but actually, yeah. on, a, on, a, on a more serious note, dude, one of the things that, uh, and you don't have to answer any of these questions if you don't want to because they're a little bit more personal. But um, you know, there was a while there where, where it seemed like um, oh, I don't know how to say this without sounding like a dick, um, <laughs> <laughs> but it seemed like you're kind of like, like this, what happened. Yeah, just throw it out there. Yeah, yeah. There's, because there's no, I, I'm more curious because it, it, it seems like a lot more people are in the similar boat where they're kind of waiting for that girl, you know. And it seemed like there's a while there where um, you you had a bit of a hopeless romantic type side to you. Um, and yeah. I'm saying that kind of carefully because I don't know if that's really the right words, but. Wow, uh, yeah. But recently, in the last year or so, maybe two years, uh, you entered in a relationship with this gorgeous woman. Oh my gosh, um, she's stunning! Uh, oh my yeah, gosh, yeah, she's here right now. I hope she, I hope she hears what you guys are saying. <laughs> like, like she, she's honestly like 
one of the prettiest girls I've ever seen. And I'm like, when I saw that you were in a relationship, I was like, hell yeah. Like the, the good guy finally <laughs> gets one, you know? Um, so I, yeah. I just kind of, you know, as, as a guy who's been single for, for a couple of years now, uh, some motivation would be nice here. So, so I guess the question is, uh, how'd you get the girl and where can I find one for myself? And I was going to kind of give her a shout out, um, on the third Gatsby party. She, um, she held me back up. I'm going to get all my details straight here, but, um, so she, was living in Asheville, um, where the Biltmore was and Biltmore beacon magazine had reached out to us and wanted to do this photo shoot and big front page write up. I'm on the event cause it was getting, getting pretty big. And she was one of the models. I met her cause she was one of the two models, um, that we're doing the, the photo shoot with. So we met her through that. And then at the same time I had put out an ad on Facebook needing kind of a day of show assistant for the, um, for the, uh, the party. And we got a ton of people who wanted the job, but most of them were from like out of state and, you know, from Chicago and everywhere else. So it didn't really make sense to fly somebody in and she had applied for it and she was already involved, you know, as a model. And then she lived in Asheville. So, you know, it just made sense. And, and she had some, some, she, you can just tell she was really good with people. So she was my assistant for that. Um, and she was actually in a, you know, at the the tail end of a relationship at that time. So um, there there wasn't anything really um, anything going on at the point at that point. But, you know, through the Gatsby party, I think yeah, Gatsby three, we had met through that. Um, and then even when it was over, we had we had not really spoken much for five months after that. Like I said, she was still in the, the back end of a relationship. Um, and then in five months, she was not in that relationship anymore. And we had reconnected. We had actually met up for tacos, right? We had met this little Mexican place here in Charlotte and, and caught up and sparked. We were out there at that Mexican place for like four hours. No joke, like literally <laughs> four hours um, talking. And, you know, we went back. Um, of course, I had my Porsche convertible at the time. So it was cool. We got to like drive around with the top down and um you know we went back and just talked you know outside of my my pool and um you know just reconnected and everything went great and next thing you know we were together and uh, we've been together for gosh a year and a half and you know i think next week we get to go to hawaii finally finally we get to go to hawaii we've Yay. been nice yeah i got covid wrecked you know but we've had to reschedule like four times because of covid but yeah it's it's gone great for sure but so, it's cool. I, I think that's that's not personal at all. Like we actually just we were just talking about how, you know, my hopeless romantic days and how, <laughs> you know, how I've kind of changed since then. Not that I've come like some like, you know, cold hearted exterior or anything like that. But, you know, like so. Yeah. So inquiring minds, uh, not me, by the way, want to know. Uh, how, like how'd you get her though like what did you do like what was the sales pitch like like there has to be something that we all can do uh to get the girl so uh, well, I need some details. when you look this good sometimes good things just happen to you, you know? like, <laughs> <laughs> i mean i mean hold on hold on, hold on. Let you me, only let me, find greatness when you make yourself eligible for on, it. Let, me, let me let me stop you there for a minute though okay 
It's not fair. You have $5 million, okay? <laughs> uh, whether it's tied up in real estate or not, it's a different story. You know, you got this great Gatsby party. You have a hot girlfriend. You had a nice car until recently. Hopefully the insurance takes care of that. Yeah, uh, yeah, they got it They got it done. Oh, good, good. So you have a nice car. Like, save something for the rest of us, man. <laughs> Stop winning. No, man, it's, it's tough. I mean, for the longest time, I was, you know, mission barely getting by you know like and uh you know like say you just got to keep clawing away and and find things that work for you and also this like i said all this stuff is total cheese but it's true like it's very cheesy but i mean a lot of these things are are totally true like i went through self-improvement phase after self-improvement phase you know and not just with you know working in the gym or you know all that kind of stuff it's just getting getting better relationships and also how to react, not be so emotional and, you know, just trying to improve in every which way you can, you know? And I think that's something I did for the longest time. In fact, when I first met, you know, Moxie and, and, and the girls in the band and stuff like that, when we started working together, I was, you know, deep inside those self-improvement phases for sure. So it just took a lot of reinventing yourself, but also staying true to, to what you believe in, if, if that makes sense. You know, and you can you can really become whatever you want to be while still keeping core values, you know, at the same time. And so I don't know. She thinks I'm cool for some reason. So that's, <laughs> that's, that's good. That's all that really matters. Uh, yeah. Max, let's jump into signature question numero trace. All righty. All right. So this is the third and final signature question. Better be good, Better be good too. <laughs> <laughs> this one, this one, honestly, this is the most important question. Uh, this will determine whether or not I ever support any of your ventures. So, <laughs> just to FYI. All right. So this is this is the reason behind the podcast, and we can explain that to you later. But this is the make or break question, and it is: Can you have more than one best friend outside of significant others and family members? I thought you said famine members. Well, I I think you can't. I really do. Like can, um, can or can't. Sorry, you cut out there. Yeah, he said can. Can because uh, you cut out again. You know, I'm sorry. One more time, Moxie, don't talk. Yeah, I think you can. Damn I really it. think you can have more than one. It's, I mean, I think my girlfriend, in, in a lot of ways, is my best friend. We we spend the most time together. Then you got, you know, siblings and all that. But you know what? Like I also searched far and wide for the perfect dog for a long time and i can honestly say in a lot of ways my dog is my best friend like so you know as weird as that sounds like he's the greatest pup so i think you can have you know yeah who's who's to you know limit number of best friends who are we to do that i agree jason yeah (laughs) well nobody buy tickets to the gatsby party because i'm canceling jason (laughs) I'm can- you can keep your million dollars, buddy. <laughs> I don't think right, you're man. in any position to turn that down. <laughs> I am. I just did. <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, as of right now, the Gatsby party is scheduled for April 2021. Where can people find some information? I know they're, they're all sold out, but uh, where can yeah. people find some information in case, you know, ticket comes available or they want to yeah. you know, try to jump, jump the fence or something? <laughs> Yeah, so the GatsbyParty.com is always the best place where you can find videos of former parties and stuff like that. Um, and I will say this. This is fresh news. I don't know if this is saying too much, but we actually have there, 
there's another Gatsby party in New York City who's who's trying to like you know say hey you can't use the the title of the Gatsby party. Oh my so, gosh! How many Gatsby parties are there? There's tons of them. Like you're coming. So we've grown so big that the other big one in New York City. It's like, hey, you know, take down. <laughs> you can't use the term Gatsby party. Oh, my gosh. So, like I said, as long as, uh, well, COVID willing, you know, we're hoping April 2020. I'm sorry, April 2021. Um, you know, if not, we'll just uh, postpone. But, hey, you know what? Now that Biden's in office, we should, you know, I think everything is going to magically. <laughs> Stars will align. Yes. Hey, <laughs> there. <laughs> They're, you know, Cuomo in New York's race saying it's time to open up the restaurants. So, you know, yeah. it's only a matter of. In Maryland, where I'm from, the governor there, literally the day Biden was in office, he was like, I think it's time to get our kids back in school. You yeah. know, it's time to open up restaurants that- and get kids back. In school. he said there's no reason why we can't have kids in school. Is that so governor? Like everyone's like, why not? Like we, I don't know. Who, who's we the governor out there? How political is this podcast get? It, it, not really, but who's who's the governor out there? Uh, well, Hogan. I don't Hogan? know his yeah, first Larry, name. Larry Hogan. Yeah. Yeah. That guy's a that guy's a tool. Yeah. But well, awesome. Hey, dude. Uh, tell everybody where they can find you on social media. So I am at on Instagram. I'm more of a uh, Facebook Instagram junkie. I don't do a lot of Twitter. I'm on there, but uh, Instagram. I'm Jace of Base. So Jace dot of dot base. Um, and then Facebook. You know, I'm on there. You know, yeah. look me up. So yeah, I'm not on TikTok. You know, I haven't I haven't taken that plunge yet. Don't I'll do it. my girlfriend on TikTok anyway. So. Yeah, don't do it. Don't do it. It's not worth it. <laughs> all right. Hey, well, yeah. thanks for doing this, buddy. Uh, stand by for, for a quick second, all right? That was our interview with Jason Lotman. Uh, Make sure to follow him on all of his social medias. Uh, Real quick, Moxie, can you tell everybody about one of our very good sponsors over at Amazon? So Amazon is the best place to support the podcast. It is the easiest way to support the podcast. Um, And it's probably by doing something that you do all the time anyway. Um, So what you're going to do is you're going to go down to the description in the bottom and you're going to click the link in that description that says support us on Amazon. And when you do that, it's just going to, I mean, it's just going to take you to Amazon. It that's literally all it does. Like it just takes you to Amazon, but the coding within that link, what it does is it gives us 10% of whatever you purchase in your cart from clicking that link. So basically, here here's the breakdown if you didn't understand that, which I probably wouldn't have understood it. Um, what you do is click the link, open Amazon, put something in your cart, and then buy it. Seems simple, right? Yeah. Um, so what I, what I typically do is when I'm doing all of my searching or anything like that, um, I figure out what I want to get, I do all my research, I add a bunch of things to the cart, and then I narrow down what I'm going to actually end up getting. And then I close Amazon completely. I click that link that I have bookmarked in the top bar at my on my computer screen. I use Google Chrome and I bookmarked it right on top. And then I click it and I just complete the purchase. 
And it's great. It gives us a couple cents, maybe, unless you're buying something that's several hundred dollars on Amazon, which don't do that, generally speaking. Um, do it. But- <laughs> so if you do that, that is a super easy way. Again, that's a super easy way to help support the podcast, to give us a little bit of cash. And, and it just makes us feel good. Mostly. And it's probably the cheapest way other than just listen to the podcast. Uh, for you to support the podcast, you can always go over to dollarinthejar.com and subscribe, become one of our super fans. We're looking forward to hanging out with you guys there. We will be announcing, to FYI, a live stream exclusive for our friends over at dollarinthejar.com. So make sure to subscribe today to one of our top tiers to be a part of that live stream. Yes. Please do. Please right. do. We need more people to interact with. We need yeah. more best friends. We, well, we're only allowed to have one best friend, but sure. <laughs> sure. Let's go with that. Uh, also, we do have a, a tier there called Executive Producer. Uh, and if you sign up for that role, we will give you a shout out as an executive producer way before we give Moxie any credit as an executive producer. She doesn't even do I anything. She, I mean, she doesn't do anything in that level at all. I mean, she just, every now and then, she'll come up with a good idea or whatever. But if you want to be an executive producer like me, head over to dollarinthejar.com and subscribe to our executive producer tier. I literally hate you so much. <laughs> you created something specifically to spite me. Did it work? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Jason's a great guy, isn't he? He is. He really is. I'm so glad that we thought of bringing him on the show at the exact same time. We should tell that story. Yeah. Yeah. So he. Actually, you know what? You know what? Hold on. We're going to tell a story in overtime uh, over at dollarinthejar.com. So if you want to hear that story, make sure to head over to dollarinthejar.com. Dude, careful. Uh, I, you oh listen, I have, I am not in my normal space. It's not set up the way I normally like it. And I had to hit my hand against the microphone again. Uh, <laughs> so that was dollar in the jar. Dot com. I think we both nice. waited for each other. So, uh, we're doing some overtime exclusive questions, uh, with Jason over at dollar in the jar. Dot com. Oh crap. I said it. <laughs> rookie mistake. Rookie mistake. <laughs> Uh, hey, I'm looking forward to uh, continuing this podcast with all of our friends and so much more. Um, but Moxie, we have one last thought before we go. So our last thought for today's show comes from two sources, actually. Um, as we said in the beginning of the show, we are currently on an app called Clubhouse. And if you haven't gotten on Clubhouse yet, it can be a little confusing at first, but reach out to us if you need an invite or maybe don't. Ruben might get mad at me for saying that. No invites. $12 per invite. <laughs> so, but Clubhouse is pretty awesome because it allows us, it allows everyone to network with each other, to meet cool people, and to just connect on a really real level. You can connect with people who you never would get a chance to talk to in real life. Um, So today's quote comes from something that Rick Barker said in his morning show on Clubhouse this morning. Rick Barker was Taylor Swift's former manager. Um, He was super instrumental in launching her career. He now owns an, an indie music 
publishing thing. Basically, he owns a company that helps indie musicians get their careers off the ground and gives a lot of advice. So I follow him on Clubhouse. I've been in a couple of his rooms. He's great. And he started off this morning with a quote from Marie Forleo. She was a uh, she is described by Oprah as a thought leader for the next generation. And this quote is the key to success is to start before you're ready. Ruben, what do you think about that? Well, it's a thought before we go. <laughs> no, uh, what was what was the quote? I didn't hear it. <laughs> nice. The key to success is to start before you're ready. I personally really liked this quote because it reminded me of starting this podcast. <laughs> I, was just, I, was, I was just about to say, who does that remind you of? <laughs> I knew nothing about podcasting and Ruben was just like, let's go. So <laughs> I was like, let's um, go. Yeah. Um, but I really loved that quote that really inspired me and, uh, got my rear in gear this morning at 7am. Awesome. Awesome. Well, yeah. uh, did you see yet another one or is that just the one? No, it's just that one. Right. It's from perfect. It's from Marie Forleo, but Rick Barker told it to us this morning. So it's a double whammy for the price of one. Uh, boom, boom. Hey, you know what? Make sure to follow us on social media. I'm at the Ruben J on everything. And I am at Moxie Ann. Moxie, Moxie Ann. I don't know my own handle. <laughs> Moxie Ann Music. music. <laughs> Let's try that one more time, Mox. And I'm at Moxie Ann Music on everything. And of course, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and pretty much anywhere podcasts are available. And if there's a spot that you like to listen to podcasts and we're not there, shoot us an email. Uh, our email is in the description down below. Let us know. We'll submit ourselves to that podcasting platform ASAP. That being said, how are you listening to this if we're not on your favorite podcasting platform? Seriously, how did you find us? That's pretty awesome, actually. If you found us by a, like like via like the white pages or something please let us know the white pages yeah white pages it's a it's a it's a book filled with the white with, pages it's are. filled with a bunch of white people's phone numbers i don't i don't think that's right or no it, it definitely is white well no i mean it's it's white but it's not right are you saying white ain't right I'm just, never mind. I, this is too much for me to handle. <laughs> <laughs> All right. My name is Ruben J. And I'm Moxie Ann. And we are out of time. Out we'll of time. We'll see, we'll, see, <laughs> we'll see you next week. Bye. Why are we both having strokes in the middle of our show? I'm Moxie Ann Music. <laughs> I'm Moxie, Moxie, Moxie Ann. Moxie Ann. I don't even know what I am. All right. Bye. Oh, bye. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of You're My Best Friend. Be sure to subscribe to us on your favorite podcasting platform and leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. The executive producer and editor of the show is, well, me. Ruben J. Social media strategy and guest relations is done by Moxie Ann. Music is brought to you by Benstown Branding. Be sure to follow You're My Best Friend on Instagram by going to at Best Friend Podcast and on Facebook by going to facebook.com forward slash The Best Friend Show. And you can support the show by putting a dollar in the jar.com. You're My Best Friend is a multimediamouth.com production in association with Music and the Influence LLC. Copyright 2021.
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.